Hello, everybody, and welcome to another first and or best podcast. And I am here with my two buddies, Mark and Renzo, from the Second Print Comics podcast. And we're going to be going through Mark's first book that he had, a, a very important one, a very crazy one for a first one. But I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself. Tell us a little about your podcast before we get into it. Well, uh, Jim, I'm Mark. For those that aren't familiar with our voices, Mark Claire, uh, and this is my young Latino companion, uh, Remzo Martinez. Hola, I've, como I've estás? been slowly teaching him to read through comics <laughs> on our show, Second Print Comics. That's what we do. That's what you do. You end up, uh, Renzo. How how are you coming with that? Are you able to read yet? I mean, uh, are you able to get through an issue yet reading? Por qué? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, He's it's. Uh, <laughs> yes, I thought that I'm you were getting, supposed to watch soap operas for this. I'm getting to the point now where you know you put enough attractive women drawn by Jim Lee in front of me, I will pick up some words. He's at that age, you know. He's at that age. <laughs> yes, you're getting there, and and I do listen to you guys all the time, and I do like your podcast because it's not just a typical podcast, you know, like two schmucks going through issues like me and Eric. That's nonsense. You guys, it's not. Pick, I thought that's exactly no, what we. <laughs> no, I, to me, it's more. We're like the all father in this situation. Yes, this is like kind of uh, you. Have have a good mix of you go through events you go through some history stuff you go through a bunch of things even having a little bit of editorial stuff with it but i do have it here where i have how i would describe it as a great podcast from my heart i end up listening to you guys a lot and i really do like it i like the back and forth with both of you i think that everybody should check you out and and we'll have the show notes and stuff like that so everybody can do that but we're going to go into this issue and it, like I said, it, it's a crazy one for a first. And what I like about hearing people's first issues, obviously, how old they were, where they got it, things like that. But it's the idea of what they thought they were reading at the time. And Mark, you picked Fantastic Four. It didn't pick it. You got it. Fantastic Four number 357 from Oof. way back in 1991, <laughs> right? When, when, when this young lad was at not even a twinkle in anyone's anything. I was not even <laughs> swimming, if you catch my drift. No, you were not. And I was, and so was Mark. So we go with this. And it was written by Tom DeFalco with uh, art by Paul Ryan. And when you get into this, if you end up even reading the Fantastic Four right now, one of the big things is, you know, Ben and Alicia got married in this current run. They finally tied the knot with that. And they do mention a lot. And anytime Johnny, even recently and a couple issues ago, Johnny, they, they bring up the idea. Yeah. I remember when you were married to that scroll. <laughs> and so they're like, whoa. And that's what this issue was. And it's a crazy thing for me to think of, of a little kid little mark there and he's reading this <laughs> and he's like going through and and there's a bunch of things thrown out in this issue that you know things from the past all this stuff going on but in the meantime you do end with the reveal that alicia has been a scroll and i just imagine like what is Spoiler a alert. kid <laughs> yes what is a little kid gonna think of this and would they go on with that but you tell me you know the deal, how old you were, where you got it, and and what you thought of it. Sure. So I was 11 years old uh, when I first got into comics around 1991. Now, I was also a, a pro wrestling geek as well. So uh, I had a good friend of mine uh, named Eric, who's one actually one of our patrons right now. It's patreon.com slash secondprintpod. And uh, yeah, so he, I used to go to his house to watch wrestling because his dad was, uh, you know, he would buy, bought every pay-per-view for us. So, of course, I'm going to go over there and watch this for free. Uh, so, yeah. But, of course, we would you know, hang out, play around, do what, do what kids do. And he was huge into comics. 
comics. So he had a ton of comics. So I, I would just, that's how I started learning about comics, just by like seeing what he had, uh, had uh, you know, seeing what kind of stuff looked cool at his house. And then eventually, I think this is probably around the time that I started like mowing lawns and having some amount of money. I think I'm, I would mow a lawn for like, I don't know, 15 or 20 bucks. And I had a couple people in the neighborhood. Yeah, I had a couple people in the neighborhood Mr. that I was money like, bags yeah, right yeah, I was, <laughs> so we're talking totally. 90s dollars at that yeah, point. Really? I mean, that's yeah. like a million dollars. It really was like I, I was a, I was a wealthy 11 year old. I have to say look, looking back. Yeah. So but of course, uh, being an 11 year old, I didn't really I, I was I wasn't drinking or smoking or anything yet. That, that was all, you know, all to come, of course. But I didn't have a car too early for girls. So there's really nothing that I had to spend my money on. My parents paid for food. All my money went to comics. Like once I once I discovered this and uh, we started going to this store called Outer Limits Comics. Now, I was trying to do some research for the show and just like confirm I was already I already had this issue in mind. It's like, I'm pretty sure this is my first issue, but it's hard to remember like what exactly. Cause I remember I was going back through the, just scrolling through the Marvel unlimited app and looking at covers, like to see which covers stood out at me. And there's some covers that stood out. Like I I'm sure I remember seeing that cover or this cover. And some of them are a little bit earlier, but when I go and and, and open the issue and then I look in like my catalog that I, my, my detailed catalog I have of everything I own, I don't even own those issues. So I'm like, okay, that wasn't those, but I know Starting with number 357, this issue, I have like every Fantastic Four deep into the 400 somewhere. So I, this was the start of the run. And I'm not really sure why I why I first chose this book to get into at this time. Um, it might just be as simple as I was picking stuff off, uh, off the rack. And, you know, this is what I this is what I grabbed. You know, who knows? Who knows what what guides an 11 year old mind to grab a book? I think I do remember I always thought the thing looked pretty cool. I, I do remember when I was just like looking at comic book characters before I even knew who anybody was. I, I, I kind of recall like seeing a spread of characters and being like, who's that big rock guy? Like, what's his deal? He looks totally different than everybody else. Like every other superhero looks like, you know, they're all in spandex. They have huge muscles. They're they're handsome they're beautiful and this is just this big ugly rock monster and i, I had no idea what it was so and I, i'm kind of this is like therapy you know I, i'm this is coming out live like i didn't even realize this until until it's i started all opening up Tell exactly me about your father <laughs> <laughs> when me. did the rock monster hurt you renzo you have the rock monster you know doll that he can point to maybe just just point to where mr thing touched the thing i have a very similar deal with you mark because i and seriously i do this podcast now I have no idea what was my first, but I remember, and I had a friend who his dad and mom were divorced. And I've talked about this on a regular podcast that he looked like a, like a mini Gene Simmons, this guy. He <laughs> would walk in at, once a month with this crazy slick back hair and this trench coat, but he was only like 4'10", it seemed. And with that, and I'm a small kid, so he would bring a box of comics and he just, and it seemed like he was a Marvel fan. So I would go through them. But I never read them. I would look at the covers. And like you said about the thing, that's what kind of struck the the idea with I thought Ghost Rider and Silver Surfer were the coolest looking things, though. I don't really like either character that much even now. But they did kind of, you know, oh, my, that, that's pretty cool. And that, that is a cool thing to have when you're a kid and you get to like go through things. But I'm telling you right now. I am going to start a lawn mowing business when we finish here. <laughs> because if you were making them, boy, we must be able to make thousands now. Now, keep in mind, this is in Connecticut. Like, these are big lawns. These things took me hours and hours. Oh, so that's to, fancy like, Connecticut. Yeah, I'm not just whipping out a, you know, a mower and, like, you know, going up and down three times and saying, and making 20 bucks. I mean, this was, you're, this was you're effort. saying that my front yard is about eight by eight here outside of Philadelphia. So I don't think it'll work. Actually, one time I made the I'll joke come mow your lawn cut. for 20 bucks. Well, you can. I'll give you 20. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. 
shirtless, possibly, then uh, then I'll give you some money. But we'll we'll deal with that later. I actually made the joke. I was going to shirt off. Yeah, I was okay. I was going to mow our lawn with scissors the one time just to prove my wife a point because she was pissing me off. But we're here for this (laughs) issue. See now, I got to hear a little more about what exactly that point was. (laughs) There's anything leads to that with me and my wife. She just yells at me. Point to the thing, doll, where she hit you. (laughs) Really, it's right there, there, and there, all over the chops. But you end up this monster among us issue like i said it's pretty big and with this it's all about the reveal it's all about what happens by the end it's all set up with this and it's funny too for a little kid to go in it because you end up having puppet master and mad thinker you know join up together to take down the fantastic four but in the meantime you know puppet master ends up having to try to save what he thinks would be his step up but isn't because alicia they know man thinker knows you know that alicia isn't alicia and reed does like the craziest like experiments that always lead to like the plot device always but i will tell you when when you start out here it's pretty funny because you have the thing just kind of yelling and screaming about how johnny has to set up and they fight the whole time but the minute that they're like hey uh, ben you got to get in this device he freaks out he's all scared and whatnot but i'm gonna let you mark take over in a second i just want to mention that the team up of the mad thinker and the puppet the puppet the ugliest team up ever i mean these two are gonna have problems with the ladies they are ugly as as anything but you tell me what goes on in this from there in in an issue like i said it's it's all about getting to the deal with the scroll being alicia yeah and they're i mean reading this now as an adult i'm like (laughs) they're not subtle with this at all like they say like in that first page it even says the monster among us and has it in green but of course i'm a kid i don't even know what i don't even know what scrolls are i don't know anything about comics at this point so while it may seem obvious if you know anything about the scrolls you know about shape dishing you know about comic books um then maybe you figure this out as you go but for me, I don't know. I don't even know who Alicia Masters is. I don't know any of this stuff. Uh, I, I, to me, she's just Johnny, this guy's wife. And they, I, th- I mean, they kind of allude to something with Ben, but I, I don't know any of the history at some point at this point. I'm just kind of diving in. But yeah, uh, Reed's doing this crazy experiment. And, and yeah, like you said, Thing, uh, Thing doesn't want to get in it because, you know, what he says, he says, uh, it, it's just that this ain't very dignified. What if my fans ever caught me wearing this nutty helmet? Which just, it's just hilarious because he's already this big rock monster. I was like, say, <laughs> you love them because he's a rock monster and he's going to put on a helmet. It actually looks <laughs> A little like even like cerebro or like a, it almost looks like a galactus cerebro yeah combo. yeah that's what it looks like uh but go on because yeah he's so worried about these fans yeah he's so it's I, like here <laughs> giant rock monster put this giant metal condom on your head you'll be fine yeah so the thing is very concerned about his appearance and his reputation as, as a giant rock monster that that wears you know blue underwear and nothing else so he doesn't he doesn't want to add this purple helmet to the repertoire i guess but you know he does it because he's got to prove that he's tough and he's been grim and you know he's not scared of these things really uh but then uh, alicia Matt comes in and i guess the point of this this device um is to protect now i'm trying to figure it out if this is for freedoms plaza or if it's the baxter building because it's the baxter building originally at some point the baxter building gets blown up in space because of comics and uh it becomes for freedoms plaza for freedoms tower one of those i'm not sure which one this is it has the fours on the top so this maybe this is called for freedoms plaza anyway it's supposed to protect the headquarters i I actually think it is for freedoms plaza that they're at right now yes and it's supposed to protect the headquarters from, I guess, like uh, from anyone taking control of their minds or hacking into their brains. So so Reed has to basically scan all of their brains. So I don't know, some kind of science. So he knows what their brain waves are. And so th- the system will recognize 
their brains. Yeah, at first I thought that the, he was scanning their brains to make a backup, and I'm like, that's not going to go well. But then when he <laughs> says, it, basically, it's like, like you said, it's scanning them so that they can't be taken. It, it is long. It's, it's comic book science, but it made me laugh because Reed, throughout this whole thing, he's obsessed with getting this done and the results. I mean, you end up even having Sue mad at one point, but. I feel like uh, this is the on, setup for every Fantastic Four story. It, it always is. starts it with really is. Reed, Reed is in working on something. He comes up with something uh, because something, because something some villain did, you know, 30 episodes ago, they have to have this backup plan. And then, you know, it always leads to some, there's always a confrontation of some kind between Thing and Human Torch. Like, you know. <laughs> They're just waiting to go at. Now, one thing about this, at least this isn't that Reed's doing something that ends up causing 100% of the problem. Like he ends up causing the problem from his, it just Pretty ends up. It ends up, this one ends up kickstarting a problem that, you know, is kind of laying in the background uh, with Alicia, obviously. Yeah, so Alicia is freaking out. She doesn't want to go into this machine. She's like, no, I'm sorry, Reed. I'm, I'm not going to let you experiment with my mind. And Reed is like assuring her, as always, no, 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 no danger at all. It's a it's a very simple procedure. And, and things chime in. And now he's ganging on. He's like, yeah. She's even- blind. What does she care? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. What do, you have to, what do you have to live for? You're married to a, a flaming, yeah, it's a, a flaming guy. Yeah. And I love too, though, as this goes on, she's like, that's it. You make me go in here. Me and Johnny are moving. Johnny's like, say what? What are you talking about moving? Really? Uh, and then he walks around the block and says, here we are at our new house. Then that's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there you go. Uh, you, you go don't you love it? Isn't that everything <laughs> Isn't you ever wanted? Great? Oh, by the way, everything is laid out like our old house because I wanted you to be comfortable. There you go, baby. Let's go. Yeah, but she's yeah, like, the- I'd, I'd rather be out of this building than, than step into here, than put ourselves at risk. And now this is when Sue gets pissed. Like she. She, she jumps right in front of Alicia and she's like, I am deeply offended by your implications about my husband. The only risk to your health is your stubbornness. This is a little pushy for me when you're talking about brain scans and like I, I kind of even even though we know this isn't actually Alicia, it turns out even if this was human Alicia. I don't Why is she the bad guy? Like, she doesn't want to get into this guy. She this shouldn't crazy be. scientist, weird machine. <laughs> Reed, you, you started this whole damn nonsense by telling him that there was no going to be a problem when you're in that rocket. I mean, you have done this over and over. <laughs> All you have done. I mean, there's a rock monster there. I don't think Ben's going to agree with you that, you know, everything you do like Sue pretty much says he's never done anything wrong. That's yeah, not like, right. Every That's single not true. one of these goes wrong. All of oh, them. my goodness gracious. It, it really is crazy. Uh, and. Even with that, you know, you get that. But if you don't know what's going on and the big I'm telling you, it's a shock, but they're really pushing it so much like, okay, now, why wouldn't she want to go in like out of nowhere? She doesn't want to go in and she, you know, she doesn't want to. She's going to cause problems. But, you know, they have the whole deal. uh, And that just causes Reed to figure out things. But everybody's very coy. With what ends up happening afterwards Like nobody, and it's that comic book trope And anything kind of trope of Somebody just has to yell out, like Reed just has to Say, hey, Alicia's not Alicia And Ben finds out, as we will get to it Where he's just fighting Johnny, all he has to do Is say like three words, and he doesn't But you end up having the scan And all that going on, but then we see You know, the villains of the deal And they're not necessarily Villains, but Puppet Master isn't much Of a villain here, he's actually concerned With or where his daughter is. I, I've always kind of liked Puppet Master. And maybe, it, it, maybe it comes back to me really, me, this being my first issue. And now I'm, I'm going back to all the tra- childhood issues here. You know, this is, this. he really stuck with me because my first exposure to this character wasn't really him doing anything particularly villainous. He's actually just learning this, something's up with his daughter. He's not, he's <laughs> concerned about his daughter and he happens to team up with this, this villain, the mad thinker guy who he just wants to destroy the Fantastic Four, but he's going to use this information he has figured out on his own because he's a mad thinker 
so he thinks, or he's not the mad thinker, right? He's just a thinker. I think he's, he's a thinker, the thinker right? but they yeah. call him mad. Okay. That's what they say. They're like, he's the thinker, but they call him. <laughs> he calls mad. himself I, the thinker and he is called <laughs> the mad thinker. <laughs> yes. I love the idea, though, that he's in the vault. In the thinker pose. I mean, he is well to brand. He's mm-hmm. just sitting there rubbing his chin, thinking about things while in prison. While it, it seems funny because he is just in there. Uh, but it seems, you know, he, he doesn't mind being in prison because how can you imprison the mind? Because exactly. he can actually just go and, you know, think and go throughout all these things, including going back and putting his mind into a body double type deal so that he could deal with the puppet mask, which I thought was pretty funny. Oh, prison. The things you think of. Yes. I like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I like how they kind of just, there's the one panel where he's sitting in the prison cell and then he's like, no prison can hold a mind such as mine. And you see all the objects in the background kind of fade away and just become white. And then suddenly there he is in his own in his own headquarters. Presumably, they don't really explain it here. Presumably he's in another body. I don't know if it's a robot. I don't know if it's a clone. He's just in there and he's, again, the puppet master shows up right on time and he says you're gonna help me destroy the fantastic four and then no no i'm not, I'm not gonna involved <laughs> involved with that nonsense anywhere that's causing me problems uh here's a little printout and i love that printout so it looks like he has the dot <laughs> matrix printer that it's like is a, wait a wow, second yeah yes, that I'm is very you, dated paper he's he says wait i got like five minutes let me print this out here and then hands <laughs> it to him and yeah and it's a long thing to just basically say yeah, Alicia isn't your stepdaughter. It's a scroll because he's got all these computations. Yeah, like, why do you need all this? Uh, this data, I mean, really, I guess, look at show. this thing. It's really long. But uh, How about yeah, one piece of paper idea. that says your daughter's an, a shape shifting alien. Yeah, that seems yeah, like enough. That's all you need. And, and yeah, and what is funny about this one issue is the, the puppet master here is more interested in figuring out what's going on so that he can find out and get help up from the fantastic four to get his daughter by the end of this it's just a big reveal you know it's not kicking that forward yet uh but even so he's still dealing with the man thing i mean he's a villain but he's very much concerned with alicia which i did like and i'm with you that i think that that's a pretty good play for you know the puppet master that he has some and even the scroll alicia knows she even says oh my father thinks a lot of me i'm like why would you know that but you you go and alicia's been kind of messing up a bit like she isn't (laughs) i love the scene in the art gallery oh this is the best it's just two panels but it's hilarious it's my favorite it's my favorite two panels of the whole deal because she's gone avant-garde now that she's a space (laughs) alien with her art it's so ridiculous yeah so it's only two panels of the scene but you know alicia's in this uh, art gallery, the uh, the Tony Park Avenue art gallery, and she's talking to this guy who I guess is probably the head of the place or something and and she says, am I to understand that you intend to remove my pieces from your display Holland? And he says, your new style is quite innovative and dramatic, Alicia, but uh, no one's buying it. And all around her you see these just like the weirdest like shapes and colors and like, yeah, just nonsense. It's, it's, it's actually just like you would see in actually any contemporary <laughs> museum. Actually. Seriously, yes, uh, yeah. that's what you would. Yeah, and the one looks like a volcano that's put together with pieces of uh, like yeah, so like that one i kind of would want i kind of want that in my house now it's funny that they point out that all the public ones are like you remember those like statues of the thing you used to do this they kind of like that stuff remember how you did that for like like 10 years and now you're doing this stuff (laughs) and i like that there's the scroll who's now pissed because the public is not ready for her art I'm like, really like yeah, this I mean, is she seems oh, legitimately oh. upset she's like i have to compromise yes. my art for you like, yeah really like this is a long game she's playing and it just made me laugh that that made me laugh but also that 
Johnny's outside. He's he's trying to woo the ladies. Yeah, he's, he's a married man here. He's uh, being quite the bachelor out here, fl- doing his flaming his flaming balls here. Yeah, well, you, yeah, really throwing a flaming balls indeed. Uh, you go from there because Alicia comes out, and I'm like, Johnny, stop it, stop it. And uh, yeah, he kind of gets caught. Yeah, he's coming out, and she, you know, she's coming up doing the whole blind thing like johnny johnny are you here and he's in the middle of you know he's like oh for my next act i'll need a stunningly beautiful youngster for a vo- youngster a stunningly beautiful volunteer from the audience miss and he's, he's talking to this other chick now and that's when uh that's when alicia comes out and, and she says oh is that your girlfriend he goes wife no wife uh <laughs> <laughs> oh too bad uh, i was yes. looking forward to your next move baby i, I added the baby in there but, yeah, yeah i but, like uh, the baby he says, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You, you're learning about how, you know, we, we deal with things as adults here. And, and again, you, Mark, you're a little guy. You're reading this like, you're like, well, that's, I guess, what you do in marriage. I, I'm trying you know, to, like, this... channel myself into my younger body. I'm like, what was I thinking, Hen? Like, did I even understand what, what was going on here? Like, what is it? Why is Johnny hanging out with these chicks? I probably, I, don't, I doubt I was even making any kind of, you know, adult connection at that point. I mean, none of the Fantastic Four really being, you know, very accommodating for this blind woman. I mean, no. that's the one thing that really horrifies <laughs> me about all of this. It's like they either treat her that she's stupid or something else entirely. And it's like, you're taking this weird it, you're, machine or you're betraying us. She's a re- she's a regular human without the ability to see. None, nonetheless, I mean, forget the fact that she's a scrawl. Uh, all this other stuff is just basically saying that, you know, this is like a ADA violation. She, she would have had a total lawsuit on her hands. And then he does the distracted boyfriend movie actually looks back at the lady as she goes and that that mini skirt is mini is, is all heck and he's still well, got his, his hair, hair on fire, fire. <laughs> yeah, his hair's on fire and then he's still she... hot and bothered from this chick oh with the my gosh she... yeah really and i'll give the scroll alicia credit though she doesn't really throw shade at him at all she's just like let's go i wonder <laughs> i'm so probably looking to too it. deep into this i'm like would real alicia notice that his turned his head and his head was still flaming and say something i but... think she would i think she's blind she'd feel the wind of the johnny <laughs> exactly. because it's rough <laughs> Rubbernecking is so fast. And the, the density of the air would change. And, you know, come on. That's how a real blind person would act. Got it. Yes. And you set up the deal here where you know, Johnny's not so happy. We see that he's already at least going to start trying to swing. And, and this did not take long. Like, they're, they are very recently married. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was in issue 300. And with that, you end up having all this go down. And he goes to Sue and says, why are you and Reed so great? Why is the honeymoon? And they've been married. And I looked it up, and it's supposedly about in real time eight years that they've been married. Sue's still waiting for, you know, the full honeymoon to happen because Reed's <laughs> always distracted. And it kind of made me laugh where Johnny, he's so oblivious to anybody but himself. He thinks that Sue and Reed are like, the, I know they are a great couple, whatever, but they're always having problems. Reed doesn't pay attention, which he continues not to do here. Yeah, pretty much constantly Reed is ignoring what Sue is saying, and then then they get into an argument about it, and it leads to a whole thing. Like, he's not paying attention to this relationship at all if he thinks everything's just always wonderful. I, I have always been a fan of Sue Lee read for namor i'm waiting for the day where that actually happens it's like you know what girl Could you, you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah. those little wings on the ankles i mean oh, come oh on. my god what you and can do with those speedo. things holy moly that <laughs> speedo gets you you end up a lot of times where i love when sue ends up calling namor just recently happened uh in the uh comics that she calls namor and hey we need your help and read he she probably said hey i'm gonna call namor he doesn't pay he always flips out i'm like pay attention 
man. But you end up where he's looking at the scans. He's looking at the brain scans. Something isn't right. As Sue wants to. I think that this Johnny's saying, oh, my God, you guys are such a great couple. It's really inspired her to like, maybe this time I'll go into the lab and he'll pay attention to me. And he doesn't because he is, you know, into this deal uh, with the brain scans. Yeah, she says, uh, never mind. Uh, you're, you seem very entranced with that screen. <laughs> yeah. And then Reed uh, says, one of the brain scans I took earlier has been exhibiting some rather intriguing anomalies. It's never just a straightforward like, hey, here's what I figured out. This is it's- what I'm talking about. <laughs> Why doesn't he at least say the one? It's like one of these scans, you know, you have Sue there. Like, does Johnny have brain cancer? What, what's going on with these brain scans? And he just sits there and he doesn't say it. And then he's like, oh, I got to run some more tests. I should have the results late tonight. It's like, what are you talking about? First of all, you should have, at the, at the minimum, you should know which person you're talking about at this yes. point, right? Like, he doesn't even yes. say who it is. No, he doesn't say. And if it is a problem, wouldn't you get that person again to scan again? And they're not being very subtle. I mean, they cut to Alicia standing outside. Exactly. Without those glasses on, without the, the fake blind glasses. Ready to use that cane as a weapon. She's, she's <laughs> got that at the ready. With. She's going to go. And I don't know what she's I doing know with what it that either. Is. It looks like I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it's, it's either the cane or it's a billy club. She's going to go and wreck house. A katana? And it's funny with this, where they're trying to play coy with the stats, you know, the person you have thing later, he doesn't say, but then, but you're really shoving it down our throat that it's Alicia. So just get to it. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's happening with her? What's wrong with her? Or what's she not? can see. Yeah, really. I'm waiting for that. They're like, There's <laughs> yeah. something wrong here. She yeah. has duped us the whole time. Throughout this whole issue, they are very plainly telling you something's up with Alicia. Alicia's wrong. She's a monster among us. They're literally saying it from the first page, making it very obvious. But at the same time, the characters can never freaking say it. Like, they, no, like, they it's won't like three say different it. people that know it are four, I think, by the end of this thing. And none of them can say it out loud. It's like the most, we'll get to this this part here, I think, which you've been referring to, where uh, well, uh, I guess first thing, uh, well, uh, yeah, Puppet Master, we're seeing Puppet Master, and he's uh, he's he's again, <laughs> you know, uh, yelling about the results to himself, but not actually saying what's happening. He's like, the conclusions are totally insane; they can't be true, and yet, <laughs> and yet. They explain everything. <laughs> That's why he has the math. That's why he has these formulas there. And it, I yeah, he's got also, the whole thing like, <laughs> Yeah, really. He's got the whole thing going. And, and it does seem like he would be reading it a second time. Like he can't. But I just talk like. Damn, he's just double checking the numbers. He's like, wait I'm a minute. Let me do the math here. Yeah. And then he crumples it up. That was a lot of work to do those. He crumples it up like, damn you results. Damn you math. And, and and so he's going to go off and he does need and this is again why I like Puppet Master in this. He doesn't get mad at any he just needs and he's kind of upset. I need to get the Fantastic Four to help me do this. I'd rather just, you know, so he has to rely on them and he's going to end up, you know, relying on thing. After thing makes his midnight snack, which Ultimately, is the most he just disgusting to, thing to ever. save his daughter, which is again yeah, I think why I always like the character. His stepdaughter, I guess she is. Yeah, 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 and that's good. Well, Ben, he gets up at night and he's going to make the sandwich. And I, I just want to know, is like Bill, po- Bill Cosby would be proud. I mean, this thing is damn amazing. right. Dagwood would too. And <laughs> put the mayo on the bread. You end up with. A bunch of product placement, which threw me off as well. I'm like, the Wonder Bread, the A1, yeah. the Hellman's, the Pepsi, the one, lot of, wow. all those things. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's I, like six I, ads weird. in this thing. Exactly. They they were getting their money's worth. 
but he hears a a crash is what he actually hears specifically. And you say because he runs into the lab, then he hears a crash from the lab. Yeah, he says, "Was that?" And he goes and runs and <laughs> runs into the lab. And of course, he sees like we see like a shadowy figure. He's like, "Who are you? How'd you get there?" And he's like, "And he's like, I'm warning you, but he doesn't really take much time to warn him." Drops his sandwich uh, sadly, and then yells his classic phrase: "It's clobbering time!" And he's going after this thing. And all we really see is um, like you know this kind of shape shifting human figure, but then turns into like this uh, eagle bird type weird thing. It, it's wrapping around thing. He's just going nuts. And of course, because he's a thing, he is not being careful with the equipment here. He is throwing throwing whatever he can grab at this thing, uh, destroying Reed's equipment, destroying everything Reed had been working on that that morning i I guess he chases her out of the room chases her back into the kitchen i'm saying her because we know it's alicia but he doesn't know he just knows it's this kind of shadowy shape-shifty figure and he runs into the kitchen if they couldn't be obvious enough oh he rubs into alicia and (laughs) like alicia what what are you doing here it's like no i I haven't seen anything (laughs) what are you you talking about i'm just just down here getting a snack and not not being being blind as as usual and it's crazy because you do end up with this original deal that it really looks like the bald puppet master like you think that he has walked in here to maybe do some things or whatever but still you know you don't know and they're playing coy but yeah he runs right into alicia he throws that sandwich on the ground too later franklin is like right next to it. he's gonna start eating that monstrosity of a sandwich but they end up even at the one point when the change does look like like almost like the phoenix force too when you end up just a black version of that and you end up where everybody kind of gathers franklin is the one that kind of comes up with the Deal where Ben's like, no, 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 I saw some. Maybe, maybe Uncle Ben just had a dream. Maybe he was just dreaming. They're like, yeah, probably kid. And this is where Johnny again and and things start to kind of go at each other a little, like kind of making fun of him. But Alicia's there, like the evil genius. And when we find out it's her, like she's trying to push things different ways or whatnot. Um, but we then end up, you know, pretty much coming to the end where the puppet master goes and runs into Ben for help as. You know, Reed's still doing his things, not telling us what it is, all that stuff. Um, But you do end up then with Ben being approached by the puppet master and he says i need your help yeah it's funny i've read i'm also reading a uh, fantastic four grand design right now it's like this uh this recap of of you know a bunch of issues in, in kind of the, the old style the 60s silver age format they're, they're amazing books to read and uh it's this is their thing this is puppet master and things uh thing because every time puppet master um like in, in the issue i was reading uh, it was a story about puppet master I, puppet master actually does this thing where he tricks thing into coming into his apartment this is the first time you ever meet the puppet master and like taking a nap or something and he while while thing is napping he turns thing back into ben Grimm, and he turns into thing and then he goes and replaces the thing and then and then thing and then they, they think thing is thing and they think this ben Grimm is some imposter so they think that the, that the thing is anyway it's a whole thing but the whole point of that was that yes in that one they also meet in an he also approaches ben Grimm in a in a trench coat in an alley while it's raining so that that is that is how they meet that's what they that's do. their thing they <laughs> always do thing, i yeah. like that ben thinks that uh puppet master is just some guy looking for change he's like i ain't got no spare change and then when he sees <laughs> puppet puppet master, it, Jeez, like, yeah he's gonna he's gonna deck him but he is told what's going on and uh, you know ben goes to it and this is the whole deal where he he breaks he bashes in he bashes into the deal where Johnny and Alicia are talking, you know, hey, and I'll give you the one thing. Alicia ends up the scroll Alicia. She's not like pure evil. She seems to like you could even think that she's like mind. I, I don't get because she does have nice things to say. Like, it, it's weird when she's talking about different things, but you end up then just busting in. 
And yeah, and and the the worst part is is Puppet Master's with him, and so they think that Ben's being controlled is the big deal. Exactly, they assume the Puppet Master is just using his powers on Ben. His powers they they showed it earlier that he has all these little dolls of like you know they showed Captain America thing. Uh, there's like a Hulk doll, I think Namor in there. So this is his thing. So yeah, they just assume oh Ben's being controlled here. Uh, what are we gonna do? And then Reed Reed and uh, Sue see on their little video monitor the same thing. They see that Ben is busting in there uh, with Puppet master and of course reed at this time uh he's almost completed the test he's like almost <laughs> he says i've almost completed these sets and the results are quite startling what was this like okay you gotta you gotta explain one thing to me was this like the ask jeeves era of the internet or did that not even there exist was, no remzo you're so you're so adorable <laughs> yes. this is this was like teaching a young latino What's way to floppy read disc? Um, this yeah. might be the paperclip time this I, is, I don't know Maybe the internet, I'm sure the internet exists. I, people didn't even have email. Maybe businesses were using email at this point, like major corporations or something. What was no, the point of computers? A, a regu- I don't think, I don't think AOL even came out yet. Yeah. Math. Figuring out who was a scroll. That was, that was exactly. That's all you use computers for before. It was a very limited process. Uh, I ended up getting a computer. It told me I wasn't a scroll and I was done. I didn't have anything else to do with it. I, t- damn you, Commodore 64. I ended up, I think my internet, I, I ended up around 95. That I was actually, but it, it was it was the Wild West back then. Yeah, I was around 95, 96, and I think all I did was go on like AOL chat rooms. Like, yep, I, that's I, about I what it was. To, like, chat with pro wrestlers or something, or look yeah, at pictures yeah. of Sunny. I don't know. I, that's all I used exactly. it for. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so he's there, you get the maths, and he's figuring that, but he's not saying anything. And then he is trying to beat the crap out of Alicia. And that's all he's trying to do is Johnny tries to stop him because they think he's being controlled. And I like the back and forth again with Johnny and Thing uh, just yelling and screaming about stuff. I liked earlier, too, as a dated reference. At one point, Johnny said that Ben was upset because maybe Arsenio was ragging on him the night before. And that made me chuckle. But you end up right here with the idea that he's going after Alicia. He's going to go and attack Alicia. And they no don't questions know why. I mean, he's straight up trying to. Trying to kill her. I mean, it's he's trying to kill her. I mean, legitimately trying to kill her. He's busting through walls to get to her. He's throwing equipment. He's doing all that to get her. And then kind of it gets to the end. How where... many millions of dollars of damage is Thing doing? In <laughs> the first part, when he wrecked that helmet, has to be a billion. I mean, that is going to be, you know, and so with this. This is $90 too. I mean, he's got really, I mean, you, you mow the lawns or you, you end up having <laughs> the big building destroyed one or the other. And it, it's a lot of damage. He is just ripping through at a point where. You know, you have a lot of things, though, tying into this. The idea that he used to date Alicia and was in love. Did Thought that at that point he was done with until he came to the wedding and then realized, so that's been playing for a while here as well. And so now he's going to kill her. And then you see. And the funny thing is, at the end, you end up where, hey, and Johnny's like, please, my wife, my wife. And he's like, I'm sorry to tell you, kid, that ain't your wife. And it, it, it's such a funny way to get Johnny out of being married to Alicia, in my mind. But tell us what the end panel is, because it looks great. I love that end. Yeah, so Thing, uh, yeah, chases her down. And then uh, <laughs> Reed says, like, you know, uh, Johnny's saying, stop him, stop him, stretch your body around him before he can. And then Reed realizes, like, all right. This is happening. I'm afraid that won't be necessary, Johnny. And then the puppet master says, as usual, you're quite correct, Dr. Richards. You've arrived to witness the most stunning, most stunning revelation. And then we see Sue saying, oh, my God. And Thing says, I've got real bad news for you, kid. And you're seeing all their reactions here before we turn the page. So you're seeing like like Alicia or whatever she is from behind, just the dark figure. And Johnny's saying, oh, my God, what's what's happening to Alicia? She seems to be changing, transforming. Then you turn the page and boom, she is a 
I gotta be honest, somewhat attractive for a scroll. Scroll. Yeah. Yeah. So was he horrified or horny when he saw this? I think he's a little both. bit of both. Yeah, I think that's the, the appropriate <laughs> reaction. You, he has a fear I, boner because I think she actually is hotter than than his actual she wife. She is. If you can get over the, actually, the weird chin yeah. and the green skin, I can dig it. He should yell. Oh my god, I'm married to She-Hulk. That's what it reminds me of. With a weird chin. And of course, Thing has to say, your wife is a stinking, <laughs> your, your loving wife is a stinking scroll. And of course, I don't know what a scroll is because I'm 11 and I just started, no, this is my first wouldn't. comic, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm shocked at this point. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, you know, you know, anybody from, you know, Sally from, from Leisure here, but, uh, yeah, this does turn into, this is not a short storyline. This actually becomes a thing. Um, yes, it does. And actually, now that I've gone back to read this issue, I'm probably going to keep going from here on Fantastic Four. I actually was thinking that I, as I well. kind of have to now because I, I kind of remember bits and pieces of how things played out. Um, uh, but I don't remember exactly, of course, because I'm like 11 or 12 at, at the time. But uh, things get crazy, though. You don't even get her name yet. That comes up and all these things. And, and the cool thing about this is you do end up getting that ending that probably as an 11 year old, like, holy crap, like, why am I excited from a green lady? But also the idea that, whoa, that's pretty crazy, even not knowing what a scroll is. But that ending, actually, if you know what a scroll is, okay. But I actually think it's better if you don't, because then you end up like, holy crap, what is that? To go on to find out, like, you wouldn't know that it was a thing. You would think that the scrolls, maybe this is new, whatever. What's wrong with that chin and all that? Right. But yeah, I think it's really, I, I had fun reading it. I, I got a chuckle at the art gallery was the best. I love that this this scroll has this crazy sense of <laughs> art and like going with the whole deal where she isn't even at that point, like, maybe she's playing the, the long con, but she's settling into her role now where she's actually doing things that Alicia wouldn't because, hey, I'm going to be doing this for a while. I better get my art out there. And it made me it made me giggle that that part. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, what would you give it? Oh, boy. Uh, it's, it's hard to judge just something in such a small bubble like this because there's a, such a huge story around it. And uh, as it was often in the, in the case when we're on the second print comics, like just to get into the format a little bit, uh, Remzo and I trade producing duties. So and I did I chose him on purpose, knowing he is from a, a different generation than I. So he grew up reading a lot of different books. I so that, just that's hit what, puberty. Yeah. 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 We're, we're still working. And it on. hit you hard. I'm trying to help I, him I heard. ask his date to the prom out, out soon. But yes. we'll, we'll get to that later. But um, yeah, I I mean, I think the fact that we come from different generations is, is really a big part of the show, because a lot of times I'm I'm learning about books that I didn't really because I actually took a dark period around, you know, in the mid 2000s or so, which is right when Remzo was starting to get into comics. So a lot of the stuff Mark was brought, a stripper. Yes, I was. Yes. <laughs> that was my dark period. Um, bang, bang, Mark. They call yeah, that them. was I way just, before I don't I, know the way. <laughs> way before I reformed myself and started teaching yes. Latino children to read. But uh, <laughs> yes, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, part of that that kind of dichotomy, we're always learning new things. I'm always learning about new books and seeing things from different perspectives. So like I always notice though, like when it's some, when it's a book or something that I read in the nineties, when like I always have a higher score, even a higher score than I think it should get because there's that nostalgia factor. So I think for this nostalgia factor um, combined with, yeah, I guess the artwork is, is pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tom DeFal- DeFalco was writing like every book I wrote, read at this point. I was also reading Thunderstrike and like Do- Dr. Doom 2099. Uh, I feel like that might've been Peter David, but anyway, um, yeah, but uh, let's see. What am I going to give this? I would say, with trying to look at it through my somewhat nostalgic viewpoint, it's a pretty damn entertaining issue, even now as an adult. Like, I I, I enjoyed reading this a lot between the hilarious, uh, the really the funny stuff about Alicia. Of course, it was pretty ridiculous, pretty over the top how they were how they were telegraphing the whole thing. But 
you know, this is comics. They are kind of for kids. Uh, I, I don't, I guess I don't blame them for beating you over the head over it. It could have been a little more subtle. Um, I think the biggest thing that bothered me about the book, and I know it's just so they could have the fight scene with thing and everything was just like, if he just said, Hey, Johnny, your wife's a scroll. It drives me nuts. Now with that trope, at least Ben didn't get killed right before he told him. I mean, that is usually the case. I have one thing that's on, but yeah, the whole time I'm yelling, just say it, Ben. Just say it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say I have to give a, 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 I'm going to give both the art and the writing like a tick above average here. I'm going to say, why don't we say about, I'm feeling like a three for the writing and maybe a 3.5 for the art. Oh my. Is that high or low? I'm going to go over that. About, I think that, that might be low. low. That might be low. I See, think I do this that's very low. I do this on the time on the show. I start to say dun, a score dun, and I'm like, is that dun. right? I start to question everything. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what go. mine is real quick. Mine's eight five. So I really enjoyed okay. it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So you, you can join me in the positivity tip here if you want to. If you don't so are you gonna go up a little because yeah, I think it's better than like a six or but again, I, I just it, it tickled my fancy a little and I didn't really think much of like the particulars. You're right though, they do end up, you know, kind of alluding to things too much there, hitting you over the head. Uh, but so what is your final? All right, I'm going to lift myself up a little bit. I'm going to go three, five, three, five for a grand total of seven as a total that's, score. That's probably more accurate. I think than that's fair. Is. I uh, just, yeah, for me, anything that's like reaching eight or above levels is like, is where I'm able to say, like, you have to read this. If, if, it's, if it's an eight or above, like, you should read this. And I can't, I don't know, I can't necessarily say anyone has to read this. I think it's entertaining. I think it is an interesting time in the interesting storyline that kind of comes out of it. But, and it's entertaining. I mean, I mean, you're going to read this issue and it, it flies through and I can't, I can't see not enjoying it. But, you know, it's hard for me to take much higher than a seven, which is still a pretty strong recommendation. So what you're telling me is you think it's nonsense that people nowadays <laughs> give everything a 10. Is, is that what you're telling me? A 10 out of 10? Because I think it's not. I, I actually think because I am a little bit older, a little bit older than you, Mark. But I think that, you know, is it people nowadays, they kind of like, uh, I'm waiting for Remso to come on. Do you give this a 10? Remso? What is your <laughs> what is your score of it? Because I, I, I'm going to go down to an eight, but you go. My my, my thing is this. Uh, it, it's a little bit predictable in the sense when it comes to the story. So ultimately, I think I'm going to give it the same score as Mark. I'm going to give it a 3.5 and a 3.5. It is good. But my my biggest thing is, can I imagine somebody else doing a better job than this? And there there are a few other artists that pop into my mind. Uh, I think for this one, I don't think he ever did Fantastic Four, but um, uh, may, maybe maybe Todd McFarlane. I I think he was around this time. He definitely, I I think he could have done better. It's just you know what 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 happens when you have an artist that's being stretched across a lot of books. Oftentimes, I think that some of the quality in the background, some of the quality that comes when you're really trying to add that extra oomph to it, it kind of gets a little watered down. It's not their fault. It's just that when you're stressing them that much, you know, so, something's got to give. Oh, yeah, it's like, something's like, got to give. You know, I mean, I, I like Bendis for an example. He's one of my favorite writers, but he's also written some of the, my least favorite stories. <laughs> yeah. So, Same yeah. here. Yeah, so I'll say th- I'll say three point five, three point five for seven's honest. It's earnest. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's both. And I just I'm just glad that I'm the positive one here. Holy moly! I, I I'm rarely that. But what I'll tell you now that you're trying to 
you know, get me down here and ruin my hopes and dreams. I actually looking through it, one of the things now I did end up reading it on the Marvel Unlimited app and it may be the time, but the colors are a little muted as well. They're, they don't really pop as much as I think that. But what you said about the backgrounds is 100 percent true. Most of the issue takes place indoors. You have just walls and things. Now, sometimes you're in the lab and you get but a lot of times you just have a non-background and that that is kind of a little off so i'm gonna go down to an eight i'm still i still like this though and again i wish that i didn't know that alicia was a scroll just to read this to see if i would have caught on i'd like to think i would but i'm a dummy so i probably wouldn't but it is over the head once you find out it lessens a bit of it because you're like, oh man, they were really trying to, you know, show me this. And now that we, Ramza, you you knew what this, you knew the reveal before you read this too, right? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I want to find someone. I want to find someone that can read this that doesn't know. Yeah. I want to do that too because I want to see if it's something that you wouldn't guess or maybe guess by the end. But the whole time I'm like, boy, they're really shoving this down your throat, and then not like you said, Mark. They're they they're telling you pretty much. With a hammer over the head, but not telling you right. with the characters. And that's There's a, a lot off. of projection. And if you understand the who is my wife, like, did I marry an axe murderer type of thing? You know, yes. is my husband a communist? That type of stuff. You begin to see the pattern of it. it you're sowing, you, you know, you're, you're sowing that level of, of, you know, mistrust and everything else. And you're building mm-hmm. all that anticipation. Even if it's not something giant, it's going to be something that changes how you view the character, whether it's in, you know, a, 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 you know, metaphorical sense, or in this case, she's literally a super hot green alien, super lady pretending to be a blind chick. So there you go. Yeah, and There I, you go. Is think, that, uh, isn't that every time? Yeah. I think the thing here is too, like, I, I don't think this was the original plan at all with this character. So I think they really kind of shoehorned the weirdness in like, if it might've been, uh, uh, you know, more effective for longer readers. If, if maybe over, over the last year or two, there were subtle hints that something's weird with Alicia here or there, but it's really just like, Boom, here it is. And that's why they had to make all the weird stuff happen in one issue. Like, oh, exactly. the art thing. We're just finding out about, oh, she doesn't want to go in the machine. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all the things all at once because we have to see it all so we can, I, I guess, I so we can people, be beat over the head until we see it for real. Yeah, I, f- I forget where I was listening to this. It was somewhere, but I think somebody got mad. Well, well, somebody was talking about how fans got mad at the time where it's basically like you've got the human torch stooping his best friend's ex. And yeah, they just didn't yeah. really, you know, they didn't really take too kindly of that. I mean, it's kind of messed up. It is messed up. And the idea, too, where even in this issue, you see that Johnny <coughs> still got the eyes for the ladies. So yeah, I don't think he's quite ready what, for the, the Maybe that's why he married a blind woman. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yes. And that's why a lot of people like Johnny like that, you know, always going with all that stuff and whatnot. So you end up kind of getting the whole idea. I love it, too. It's like Ben would come up. OK, now I'm not mad at you. But no, no, you, you, Johnny still was doing doing what he did he didn't know that he was being to but yeah that's the end of that but i i really did enjoy it so i'm glad that you picked this one mark i'm glad this was your first i'm glad that you came on the podcast but before we go again tell everybody everything uh with uh, your podcast your patreon all that before we go oh there is just there's just so much to know uh, but uh, we, yes we drop a new podcast every single wednesday it's comic book day we figured that's a good day for a new show from us too so every single week like i said remzo and i kind of trade producing duties he'll bring up a story or a book from his past uh or and i'll bring up something from my past and we kind of go back and forth that way uh sort of sometimes sometimes it's something we've both already read but sometimes we're kind of introducing the other to it too uh and then we sort of do a real deep dive on whatever it is 
sometimes it's a, an event. It's usually like a series of issues, either a mini series or just a certain run. Uh, uh, you know, usually six to eight issues. Sometimes more. We did a full full breakdown, which I, I may never try to do again. But we did all of Maximum Carnage, which is fourteen issues. And uh, boy, I'm sorry, was, I just had like a I had just had like a weird muscle spasm when you brought yeah, that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't need to ever read that ever again. I, I will say, uh, but yeah, but we we love doing it. We have an absolute blast doing it, and I really hope that comes across uh, in the show as well. And uh, yeah, you can find us all the places podcasts are found. Second, it's the it's the uh, second the word second uh, typing the number two N D. That's not that's not going to get you there. So type out the word uh, if you need help spelling it. Just t- contact Remzo. He, he's he's getting there. He's uh, getting I'm learning there. to read. It's this first word he read. Right, so it's a second. Just a second print comics podcast. You, you type that all into your Apple Podcast, your Stitcher, or your Google's. You, you guys, if you're listening to this, you know you know how this stuff works. And then uh, we also have a Patreon. We are quite, not quite at the output level of the Weird Science Patreon because uh, you do. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how you do it to be honest. Uh, you must go into a blackout coma for three days and just you know, record. I'm insane. Eight hours content. You're insane. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's okay. Of marriage. It's, it's incredible. Yes, I, and that's the thing. I have five kids, and I have to have some way to avoid them. Oh, but yeah. give the Patreon. A, address that is the secret yes it is five kids yes (laughs) so yeah we we put a lot of effort into the show and we were really thrilled that uh you know when we were starting the show we're like should we start a patreon like yeah eventually and i was like why don't we just start it now like so we actually launched our patreon before the show and we actually got a couple people that joined the show before we ever started a show which is just like it kind of blew me away because you know rems and i do have done other podcasts we've kind of been in the in the realm for a while so we have people that are just fans of our work in general gotta love that guilt money yo there you go yeah And uh, I guess an, a couple of those were fans of us enough to to take a flyer on uh, on supporting the show before they even heard, before we even sat down and recorded it. So we really, really appreciate our, our early patrons. But yeah, we've had people hopping on, and we're trying to do our best to uh, to put in the content. We release every every single episode early, just like you guys do. And then uh, you know, Brenzo does some rants. I do some bonus rants. I, I like to drink some booze and and read gold through old comics. You know, we'll we'll get through uh, I Savage recently, Dragon. Yeah, you I, go. I, I love diving yes. on the Savage Dragon. We did a uh, one issue, uh, one episode. <laughs> That's one of my gimmicks on the show i always uh, confuse the word issue and episode i always say issue when i should say episode and vice versa so that's part of the one of the many quirks you will learn by by hopping onto the second print pod but yeah patreon as well patreon.com slash second print pod and you can find us all over the social medias it's always at second print pod uh it's also second print pod at gmail.com if you want to drop us an email many many ways to reach us and uh we're always always loving conspiracies end up in their inbox you know it's a wonderful place exactly and i actually joined the patreon your patreon so i am and I started listening to the Savage Dragon stuff and it was making me giggle. So, yeah, hey it's, it's well worth it. You have a That's lot of cool goal. stuff. Read so comics, make people giggle. Go. Make people giggle. That's all you need to do. But, yeah, thank you guys uh, for joining me and thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, because this is our Patreon-only week, we haven't had an episode up on the regular feed, so we're going to put this up for people listening to it. And why I ended up, it's funny, too, because I ended up telling you that, Mark, and I said, hey, you know, we don't have the things going on. We'll put it up on the DC thing, and then and then you pick the Marvel uh, issue, which made me <laughs> giggle, but I'm going to put it on both of the feeds. And it makes sense because you guys go through both Marvel, DC, and even other stuff oh, as yeah. well. Not, nothing's, too, uh, so. nothing's off limits here. We get into Yeah, image, so Dark I wanted Horse, to stress I mean, that, yeah. too. Yeah, that you guys do all comics and, and then go through Indeed. that. So everybody check them out and i will be talking to everybody soon